um, House of Representative Legislative Member Honorable Ganiu Johnson recently pioneered a bill on the Medical Practitioners Department of Nigeria. Yes, and um, that bill is about to go through its second reading. Now, what does this bill entail? It consists of a decision or a process to ensure that medical practitioners in Nigeria have at least five years of practice in the country before um, relocating to um, other foreign nations or before going abroad to practice this their particular field. And now in recent days or recently, it has been a serious topic of discussion. The medical department or medical association in Nigeria have come out. Um, a good part of them have frowned at this and um, a good number of citizens have found comfort in this bill that is about to that is about to go through its second hearing. Um, like I said, do not forget, Honorable Ganiyo Johnson of the Oshodi Solo Local Government is the pioneer of this bill. And now it has brought some kind of feeling like, why is the Nigerian government trying to do everything <laughs> to frustrate modern-day youth from seeking greener pastures outside the country since the, the government of this country has refused to allow the country work in different aspects? Today, we are going to deal with this as Nigerian youth, as citizens of this country, as potential um, patients to hospitals. I mean, one way or the other, we've had <laughs> one thing to do with the hospital, with one hospital or the other. So we're going to deal with this topic today. Of course, you always know Lexa is going to be on the show with me, definitely. He's going nowhere. Anywhere he goes, I'll drag him. But of course, my guy who was in the mountain has come back, and um, it's nice to have my G. Um, is a rival in every other thing except in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, my boy, how you doing, man? Yeah, Welcome man. back. Softest. See this guy's glass. He's, he's yeah, sweet. yeah, I see. I see. I'm going to take it after the show. There's one chain inside that is covered. You don't want us to be uh, on the show. After the show, I'll take the glasses, bro. I'll take the Mine. Glasses. I'll take, Mine for the taking. Yeah, I'll, no, take, no I'll take the chain. It's not a problem. So you want to take the chain? Uh, uh, the chain, no. Uh, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You called him your boy. Uh, so I could take something from your boy. Come you know on, man. The, the son takes care of the father as after the father <laughs> has taken care of the son <laughs> and has given him. <laughs> okay, let's come to the topic of discussion. Dan, I know you've heard about this thing. Medical practitioners um being restricted to practice for at least five years before leaving Nigeria. Um as a citizen, what's your reaction to this? Um, it's nice to be on the show again. Um, but first of all, I was reading about the bill and I found that. Let's we'll take it from two sides. Okay. Now they have their reasons, being that according to Engineer Johnson, he says, "Are you to study with taxes from the government?" That was his point. And then would go outside, take the study outside, and use it for their own purpose. That was his reason. Now someone else changed it and said, "Okay, after ASU strike, <laughs> and." We look at ASU strike. We look at the number of years a doctor has to study. Mm. And then we look at um, marks without strike, eight years. With strike, 10 to 15 years. <laughs> a doctor that is spending eight to 15 years practicing will still need five more yes. years to get his license. The problem is not even the fact that he has to leave the country or not. The fact is that he may not get his license after studying. Mm. That's the bill. He needs five years to get a license. So after spending eight to 15 years studying one course, I still need five more years to become a medical practitioner. Hmm. It's sad because, uh, first of all, we don't even have what it takes to even practice medicine in Nigeria. We don't have the right resources. We don't have anything. Hmm. I, I think that's arguable or questionable. 
It's not questionable. I am, first off, I am a language student, or I was a language student, and whenever you go into an institution, a federal institution that he said they pay taxes to, and you don't find the adequate resources needed for a project or a program, mm. it's a problem. Um, I have a friend in medical institution in um, Uniben. According to her, she would say 100 students will have to wait out to test one dead body. I mean, if you say you have enough equipment, these are things you need to practice. Like, we need equipment. Like, we're using, everybody's using one equipment. Everybody's using one body. Everybody's using one thing. (laughs) And it's going to take hours. Like, now you have to keep doing just one practical for months. You see that we're having a problem. And you're telling those students that after going through this very hard life, they still need to practice for five years because you want them to serve your country. Serve your country where they will not get paid. I mean, I think they almost went on strike with the, uh, the doctors. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is you talking from their perspective. I need you to talk as I'll, a citizen. I will talk as... I want to because they are citizens. Okay. As much as we want to say, talk from their... Per- we would be selfish if we are talking about the fact that we need good doctors to treat us. That's one side. But if we have good doctors... Okay, is that being, is that now, being selfish? Okay, now look at it from this aspect. My friend died in... Um, my friend died early February because the hospital did not have oxygen. Okay. Now, if they had enough equipment or they had the necessary things, I'm sure oxygen would not be a problem for the hospital. Now, they lost these patients and the doctors took the blame. I mean, if we're even going to lynch the doctor that day, the doctor would have died for this purpose. And it was for lack of oxygen in a federal hospital. This is not private now. This is not somebody... It's not my hospital. It's the government that owns Own this hospital. hospital. And... A citizen of the country is dying because there is no equipment. Most times we take it back to the hospital. We take the blame back, back to, to them. them yeah. But we forget that if these things were available, they would use it on the citizens. So before you even say, I should practice or I should not practice in the country, do I have what I need to practice? Lakeside was saying outside, for somebody to even say he wants to work, he should be adequately paid so that he will be happy enough to work. Now, if he's not paid well and does not have the equipment he needs to carry out his duty, how then can he carry out this duty happily for five years after spending eight years? That's 13 years wasted of your life. Okay, let me hold you there. Uh, now, Lakeside, based on what he said, the monetary aspect is very core because recently the medical association, um, I was watching an interview with one of them yesterday, said finances has been a major issue for the country. I think in 2001... Um, African countries decided that they were going to put in 15% of their country's income to the medical department of this country. In Nigeria, not even up to 6% has been put into the medical field since 2021. And 2001, that's like 22 years ago now. And it's, it's an issue till now. When I think about this, and then you look at it, as I will still bring it to you as a citizen and as a patient. Do you think regardless, this helps you or this keeps you in safe hands because you would not have to bother about having to spend money that you do not have to get good treatment outside the country. Do you think it now is now <laughs> stable for citizens in the country or it puts them at danger of being treated by unhappy medical doctors? <laughs> now, now, this is quite dicey if you ask me personally because, I mean, like, like um, Daniel. Daniel just said before, off the air when I said it, I said it would be unrealistic for you to expect me to give you 100% of effectiveness when I'm not take, being taken care of. For me to be able to give you 100% or give something close to that, I need to be mentally stable myself first. 
and part of mental stability comes from income. If I don't earn properly, that means my welfare is, is at risk. My mental health is at, at risk. There's no money in my account. How in the world do you expect me to come to work and give you 100%? And this is not me trying to repair your car. Yeah. I'm medical personnel. I'm treating you. So if I make a mistake on your body, you could die. It could be death for you. So why in the world would you expect me to give you 100% when I come to work and I'm, you know, I'm grumbling? I come to work, I'm, I look like I'm unhappy already, even before yeah. I start to work. So it would be completely selfish for someone to think that, oh, because we're citizens or we're Nigerians and we, we actually deserve good medical practices and you know, services. Mm. We shouldn't care about the medical doctors themselves and say, I bet you guys should stay for that five years. It's no big deal. The bill is okay. Nah, that's, on, that's very selfish. But just like um, Daniel said, after spending like eight to ten years to practice, to, 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 to not even to practice, to study, to become qualified, qualified mm. personnel, medical personnel, and then I have to now look, because you still have to look for work. That's the, that's the funny part. You will look for work. You think of your medical personnel, there'll be a job waiting for you. Yeah, that job's waiting for you with very low income. Meaning you have to still sift through these incomes and, and try to look for something better for yourself. So now after spending eight years in school, and then extra five years according to the government, new bill being passed. That's like how many years now? That's 13. like 13 plus. It's 13 plus actually. And then you tell me that because I'm a citizen and, and from my perspective, I'm saying I deserve the best medical services. Yes, you do. You deserve the best medical services. I, on the other hand, as a, as a citizen too, like yourself, as a human being like yourself, I also deserve a good welfare package to be able to give you 100% of myself. Mm. So I, I think it's, it's, not, it's not like a, it's a bad thing for the government to actually want to say that you should stay back. But the government themselves should do the needful. Before you go into any process, you have to actually check the whole part. It's a lot of moving parts, actually. Yeah. So if, if you tell me that you want, to, you want to keep me here for extra five years, on your own side, what have you done to improve my life in those five years that I'll be compelled to stay? Because it's more like, I call it contemporary slavery to a large extent. Mm. They're compelling me to stay for five years against my will. It means there has to be something that I get from it. I have to get something from the whole deal. Otherwise, if, it's, if I get the same package, the same epileptic package that I've been getting for years, and now I'm being compelled to spend the extra five years, it will be worse. Do you have any idea the ratio to a, um, to, to a patient in Nigeria? One, Nigeria. It's like one doctor to like five to 6,000 patients. It's terrible. These are, these are doctors that are already complaining. These are doctors that are already complaining about their welfare. And now you want to compare them to stay for extra five years with the same package. My opinion, it's not, it's, it's, I don't feel like it's a very bad thing, but it will be worse if the government stays with the same package without improving the packages. Okay, now let me interrupt you there. Uh, if, um, if you're listening to us, of course, this is Hey Let's Talk on Empire Radio 360. I'm going to ask the both of you this question, but I'll start with you, Lakeside. This bill now, is it going to do more harm than good for citizens? In this country? I think it's the former. It will do more harm because, mm. like I said before, you, you don't pay me so well. Mentally, I'm a bit unstable because I don't get so much for my job. And then, don't, don't forget, an average Nigerian doctor works around the clock because the ratio to one patient to a doctor is like, sorry, like one doctor to a patient is like enormously unrealistic. And then now, I'm compelled to stay. I, if I, I can't do my job effectively if I'm unhappy. Mm. Whether I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a mechanic or an engineer or an astronaut or something, I need to have a good welfare package to be able to do my job properly. Otherwise, forget forget all the um, bills being passed. It will be worse. It will be worse. It's not, it's not rocket science. It will be worse. Uh, we are we're being very logical here. Yeah. I said I'm going to ask Daniel this same question. The same question with a twist. Is this going to do more harm than good? And putting yourself as a patient, when you think of this bill... And you possibly you possibly now go to a hospital that have doctors who this bill has mandated them to treat you. 
are you relaxed knowing that you have capable hands now on you or you are panicking that like I'm going straight to my death for your hands has already should know that by default we don't have capable hands so much anymore because the best hands are already traveling the most qualified have traveled that's why that's, out, a, that's, out a, of, out of that's a pro for this for this bill actually because it will help us maintain capable no, hands no you don't now get let's, you don't let's get. calculate let's calculate okay. this okay. Let's, let's do this calculation we understand now I want to come down to the streets hmm I am a lecturer or a professor of medicine, for instance, and um, I have low income based on all we have said here. And this law is passed. The truth is, what is even the given that they are still graduating good medical students today? Because we're just talking about the fact that they become medical doctors and they're practicing and they license and all. What's the given that these lecturers are not even collecting money to pass the students and we are not even having qualified hands? Exactly. The truth is, practical does more than theory in learning. So if we say you want to, after eight years, I mean, I could still go to medical school and pass. It's just right exam. I mean, I could spy my way through the university. It's the practical aspects that makes you a good doctor. The fact that I practiced, that's why they say, Somebody that studied mechanical engineering and the one that still works in the mechanics program both function. The only thing is that this one has more of theory, but it needs the practical aspect to put it to work. Sometimes the mechanic even does better because all you know how to do is just to do the calculation on book. Yeah. <laughs> the terminology and all that. So if I can't even get proper equipment to do my job or learn my job, it's like I'm just studying. Like I keep reading books and big mm-hmm. books and big heavy books that I can't even carry in my backpack and you just keep reading and reading and reading. Then after that five years, then you start to angrily make mistakes for five years and they give you a license. You are still giving Nigerians mistakes to carry. We need, first of all, good equipment. We need proper training. We need to be sure that, okay, before you even pass this bill, it's a good bill actually. But if you are making everything good, like if you go over, um, let's say, in the other side or the um, outside, their students are already practicing in the best hospitals, having good trainings. Like, they're having life situations where they have to work. Most of them are working and studying. But you, you are just here studying in one um, teaching hospital and you are wasting your time. Then after that, they have to force a license on you and you still come out and you are still not even the perfect doctor. What's the given that after this long process, we are going to be producing... Yes, Legible, when I go to the hospital doctors. and I see a young boy, the fact that I just finished from the University of Benin, I'm relaxed. I'm like, okay, this one can treat me. What if it's the one that now injects water in my system? It's still the same mistake. So are they going to do anything to perfect their training so that we have real capable hands? We're not going to lie. Even the ones that are still there right now, not, they are, are they not still doctors? They studied in this country. So we need to be sure that, okay, you have plans in place to make sure that these doctors are really capable. Not just to dish out licenses. Let's be sure that, okay, these guys, when they went through these eight-year studies, they went through real practical life situations. So that when they come out, they are able to solve it. Some doctors don't even know, okay, um, I think when that guy had his... Um, Your friend? Yes, when he had his episode, the doctor did not even know the drug to give him. It was a student that now advised, okay, give him this and this and this. And that was how he was able to relax. You know, and I mean, a doctor, a sitting doctor and a student, you now find out that a student that is even studying agric is giving the doctor advice. 
then we have a problem. It's a problem already. Well, the truth is, this problem that we are, we are hitting on now, it's, 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 it's not new. It has been existing. And this bill is not what will make it... It won't change if, it. If, uh, exactly. But then, I'm looking at this bill, I'm, I'm, thinking of, I'm, I'm thinking of poor citizens who cannot afford medical, who cannot afford international treatment, who cannot afford treatment outside Nigeria. And I'm, I'm thinking... Would this be relieving that a poor person can eventually go to the hospital and find that, and find that the problem is not that there is there is no doctor on ground. You know, sometimes you go to the hospital and then you like there is no doctor to treat the patient. It happens all the time. Or like the doctor yeah. is not around. Exactly. And probably the doctor not being around has other things to attend to at that moment. So patients who have emergency have to wait till the doctor is coming, and that waiting can be very trivial to the to the health of that citizen. I'm not think about this. I'm like, okay, if everybody, if every um, medical professional or graduate or anybody in that field is, is eventually mandated to stay and practice for five years, it makes available doctors. Not it, everybody. It makes available not doctors. everybody will be angry. It makes available what? doctors true, but does it yes. make available qualified and eligible doctors? Now the qualified, um, the, the quality of that doctor is very much dependent on how well they practice. And how well do they practice when that, they don't have the facilities? That is why this bill should be looked at in this angle. Because I feel like it is expected that as you practice in these five years, where you have issues, where you have flaws, where you have shortcomings, should be corrected. Now, it this is, it this is, is expected. Okay. Check, check, check out number one problem. Like you said, other yeah. countries have decided to give 15% of the revenue. African countries. Yeah, country, this was 2001. Of the annual budget, yeah, to medical, to the medical wing. Yes. How about Nigeria? I think it's, it's like half of that. And even the half on paper is just on paper. In reality, it's a whole lot lesser. So tell me, when you compel these guys to stay back, true, in, in terms of numbers, we have more doctors staying back now. But are they going to give anything different from what they're already giving? They're going to have a lot of doctors, yes, but you have half of them being unqualified. Because even the so-called government, in terms of their um, um, annual budgets, don't even allocate so much to medical pr and practitioners. So what do they work with? The best doctors in Nigeria now are working for private hospitals, not the government. Although the governments have better doctors to check them. I've been to a lot of hospitals in recent times. I think I found, I found out that um, the ones working for the government hospitals are quite more eligible than the ones working for privates. Mm. And the problem is always that the ones in the government hospitals are always trying to get out of the government hospital to go work for the private because that's where the money is. So tell me, are we really going to gain anything from this compelled bill? We won't gain nothing from it. The only time mm. we, can, we can we stand the chance of gaining something from it is if the government realistically looks at both ends. We want them to stay for five years here. Then what do we do to make them stay? Out of no, not compelling them now. No, not slavery. How do we make them stay out of their own volition? They stay and they're happy doing the jobs. What do we have to do for them? To improve, to improve our budget allocation, to improve what we do for them facility-wise, to improve how they practice, to improve our... Um, uh, our, our federal centers, our federal medical centers across the country. These things don't happen. I have seen our government quarters in shambles, in Ikoyi, not even in, in, uh, on the mainland, in Ikoyi. I was there a couple of years ago and it was an eyesore, like, wow. These guys are top, top doctors and they have to literally fend for themselves. They don't even have welfare packages that you can even say, this is okay. So how do they give you their best when you want to even compel them to stay without improving any package whatsoever? It's not going to work. It's just like government is just trying to play us all. <laughs> Check me, trying to play us all. It's not going to work. Um, okay, like I said, um, this is Hey, Let's Talk on Empire Radio 360. I uh, listen to the voices of God. We know the Daniel and Lakeside. Now, Daniel, this bill, should this bill stop being in process? 
First of all, I've not seen House of Blues. No, no, as 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 now everything. First of all, everything, everything we are talking now. Sorry, everything we are saying now. We are saying as citizens who stand a very high chance to face medical practitioners as long as we are still in this country. True, true, true. As long as the there's no high probability that we can finance international treatments for ourselves. Because people that can do this are in the limited class in this country. Very average limited, man. Very limited. Low earner and average man. Even to the rich class, a lot of us are restricted with... We have good doctors. Oh, but enough of it. We have good doctors, yeah, but only a few citizens have privilege to experience that. So now you look at this and you are thinking, with the pros, with with weighing the pros and cons of this bill, do you think they should stop going through this process because why, it will bring more harm than good? Why don't they look for ways to keep the doctors than force them to stay? That's this is same. a way to keep them. This That's is, not this, a way to keep them. Now, if I if don't I should people. if I should increase, make them stay if I increase your earning, proving that um facilities no, you studied. A course, but let's say you studied mass communication in the university, and you hear that the average or the best of them ends about. Now let's put this motivation down. In the university, you end a, you hear that a first class student comes out and goes home with five million naira. It's enough motivation for you to want to finish with the first class. Yeah. Now you come out of this system and you hear that to work as uh, a journalist, you could earn six to seven million naira. I mean that is. How many thousand dollars already? The joy to want to leave Nigeria when you know that how much tax are you really paying? Mm. And you're comfortable. So these your things already reduce, <laughs> reduce your chances of leaving the country. So if we begin to look at options as to how to check these people from leaving, instead of forcing them to stay, if we look at increments, if we look at better facilities, and we make the working environment very conducive for them, I mean, how do you go to a hospital and you're sitting with the doctor and he's sweating, you are sweating? <laughs> the doctor wants to check if you have fever and his office alone has already made your temperature go high. Yep. So these things, <laughs> it's like a problem that. because <laughs> if you say you want to increase something, I mean, the reason people want to go to Europe, Europe and play football is because in Europe you earn over $1,000 a week while in Nigeria you're struggling to get 500,000 naira. I don't think so, Ember's going to give 500k safe. No, I'm even saying a month. Like, <laughs> you're begging for a month. Now, when you begin to look at these things, if we make it better here, people would want to stay. I mean, look at the traders these days. They are not really concerned about leaving Nigeria. Forex traders. Why? Because they are earning in dollars. Most of them are so relaxed and they say they don't want to leave. Those are the guys you hear, well, I want to stay in Nigeria. Nigeria is still good for us. Why? Because they are trading, they are getting earning their money in, in dollars currency, and yeah. they are spending it in Naira. So when we begin to now, when we begin to convert, because when you are here and you begin to earn in dollars, or imagine they are paying a doctor ten thousand dollars, and you're like, okay, just stay in Nigeria and serve ten thousand dollars every month. You're going nowhere. Even I will go and study medicine, and I will not go. (laughs) I'll go and study medicine. I'll start all over. I'm telling you because now when you look at, and this is not just they are just paying you that a salary. I'm not talking about the other packages you begin to enjoy as a medical practitioner because you're serving the country. You're like a soldier. When we begin to look at the importance of these guys and find out how to keep them here instead of forcing them to stay, you can't force them. Because I could decide to drop my license, my foolish license, and leave the country and go and no, start no, studying th- again. No, that's, this is the point. The moment I realize that you're trying to force me to stay... I could leave. There is no penalty for me not to practice here. Is there a penalty for me not to practice? I'm not that I've heard of. So I can actually just drop my license somewhere for out. five years and do other hustles. Or even get out, then come back after five years, pick up my license and use it to get jackpot eventually. I mean, it will work for me. 
No, there will always be a way around it. Now we are never looking at that. We are always circumvent. We are never looking at the Nigerians. We are never looking at the fact that Nigerians are studying medicine, and some of them are still bombing the internet like normal boys that are not studying medicine. Exactly. So, so I could decide to be so unserious and still get my license. I mean, I have the money to pay some lecturers here and there, and at the end of it, I get so everything I need to get. My take is and that kind of guy will still come and give me injection later. Come on, I will still die. <laughs> <laughs> Last I, I think time. we both know a few people who have been um, um, victims of wrong medical um, administration. Yeah. So that was terrible. So like you said, you can't compel people in recent times to do something for you. That's slavery. The moment they begin to feel like they are being enslaved, then they mess up the whole system. So fi- you're intelligent now, government. Come on, find a way to think. Call people who can think for you. Find a way to improve packages, and everybody will stay eventually. Well, I believe that this 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 bill has other benefits. Um, I'm not in, seeing benefits. Yeah, well, I, like I said, I believe I, I've I've not seen it extensively enough to find anything encouraging because so far it feels authoritative. But what I want to ask you, Lakeside, lastly, is: Do you think this bill, even though the politicians have a way? They place themselves above the law in this country. Do you think this bill would also cross across, cross across the children of these politicians? And would you think it will mandate these children to to stay and learn in this country? Now that's a big. That's, Hereby that's a making these politicians want to improve the medical system of this country so that their children can learn under better circumstances. The, the, the so-called say when it comes to politics, these guys uh, that are up there, they don't think of you and I. Not even close. Yeah, during campaign, they come and tell you stuff. Oh, it's oh, just oh, because oh. they need to win your votes. Women, they win your vote and they're done. They don't think of you ever. Now, this is it. Check this out practically. If you actually wanted medical personnel to have a good package, you yourself as public office holders who stay here and patronize their services, yes or no? But when you have just a slight headache, you're flown abroad. Your kids fly abroad. So how in the world do you want us to be gullible enough to think, think that you have our interests at heart? It's a lie. <laughs> because I know that when you fall ill, you and your family are going to go outside for the best treatment ever. I... I'm stuck here. So how do I even sit back and be gullible enough to, to believe you that and whatever bill you're trying to pass Enough right reason why you should be happy with the bill since you're stuck here. No. Yeah, I'll be happy with the bill when I know that the guy that's come to inject me is going to come grudgingly. He <laughs> might just give me the wrong injection because he's not even well paid. His house, okay, look, at check out your doctor that left his house in the morning without electricity overnight. He had to fend off mosquitoes and try to find himself overnight and he comes to work the next morning to come and inject me. I die now. <laughs> I don't want to die, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, hopefully the the, the 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 government go about this wisely because uh, I I I don't want to think about the downside. This is a very good bill. It will help. It's it's it is supposed to help. It will be far more effective if they are, they, they themselves are compelled to bring that kid to 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 you know to seek um local um, yeah, services. Why are you even talking like this? If I um if I'm a speaker of the house and my son tells me he wants to study <laughs> medicine, first of all, I'm flying now, bro, to start studies. First of all, you so take that out. this bill does not even concern them. They're just doing it for those that are already practicing. Hmm. There are children that want to study medicine are not here. So let's here. just... It can never be here. Ever. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right guys. Regardless... Hopefully, we have good medical situations in this country. So we'll come your way next week. Um, of course, enjoy yourselves. Find a way to get Look at the face of the doctor come to inject you. Look at the face of the doctor. Try to catch some fun and crack some jokes. Make <laughs> 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 sure happy, happy before. Absolutely, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye for now.